What's up, dude? What's happening, Gregory? Not too much, waiter. Cool, cool. You ready for this one? Who are we doing? Today we have Mr. Trey from Creeping Death, right? Trey from Creeping Death, that's right. They're kind of hot right now. They are kind of hot. Let's get it. You ready? Yes, sir. Let's go. Well, shit. Um, I mean, we're recording already, so we could just start it up. Whatever. Um, first, I'd like to say to Sounds everybody, good. thank you for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Taking your time out. I know we're all busy. We all have lives going on. Um, so yeah, I'm real busy. Real busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's breakfast. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah I got to eat your greens for breakfast. You know. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But no, thank you for real. Uh, appreciate it. Um, yeah. So. I don't know, man. I don't really know where to start. Usually we start out with just kind of saying what's up. Start from the beginning. Um, you play guitar in Creeping Death. Well, let, let me say, yes, sir. let me say some people, they're not seeing this, obviously. We got Trey from Creeping Death, so thank you for showing up. Yeah, man, um, thank you. Thank you, you play, for having me. Appreciate uh, it. No, no problem, man. You play guitar in Creeping Death, so let's start with that. Um, yes, sir. How did you get into music? Like, what, what got you into yeah. eventually, you know, performing and and doing what you're doing okay starting out before um, it all started where did it start in other words yeah yeah so uh my mom is uh she's a drummer and so basically coming up i just she would play a bunch of music loud as fuck in the car and like you know at, at a certain point uh i was like starting to get more interested and uh she played or she actually had the the rush like dvd uh like mm-hmm. a live, one of the live dvds mm-hmm. and then she showed me like tom sawyer and i was like wow i want to play drums so like she taught me how to play drums um uh, she bought me a drum set i started doing uh like band like percussion in like middle school and yeah. drum line for for one year in high school before i like i quit because you know i played football and it, here in texas it's just like a base it's like you got you rather play football than be in a band so, yeah, so i sure. sort of kept like you know i it gave me like a a good base foundation on just like music especially on like percussion so i started off as a drummer um i've been playing drums since i was 12 so uh i didn't start playing guitar until i was about 19 or 20 uh my best friend uh who lives in san francisco now his name's preston he he was always the guitar player when we were kids. Like he would come over and he would bring some little t- shitty amp and we yeah. would just jam songs, either covers or just like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes we would try to write originals, but back when we were like 13, 14, that shit was hard. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was always the guitar guy and I was always the drum guy. And I was always like sort of jealous that he could like just pick up his instrument while we were just like jamming or not jamming, just like chilling at his house or anybody's house and just like, fuck around and pluck around with it can't do that like, with drums man <laughs> yeah like you know like damn that's it that's that's sick like maybe i should like do something so i can do something musical like on my own time so like uh i got a guitar for for christmas like a cheap shitty epiphone guitar one year and i straight up didn't touch it all the way until like my uh, sophomore year of college and I, I had moved to an apartment like out of the dorms and I was just like bored and I was just like uh, maybe I should pick this thing up again it was just like in my uh, fucking closet just taking taking up dust so yeah. you know I just started to teach myself how to play guitar kind of like from 
the knowledge I sort of had from band and like music theory and shit. Like, it, so it made it a little bit easier, but it was still like definitely a transition. But you know, it was pretty, it was it was fun, and you know, that's kind of how I got started, like writing uh with creeping death and like death metal because i kind of got started i was listening to death metal for really the first time like around that time so like i was starting to get into it so i was like oh this style is fun like in your late teens you were getting into like the death metal stuff yeah yeah okay Uh, i was more into like uh like i was always like my mom like again she showed me like metal bands too and stuff like she's big into slayer like metallica um you know she liked uh system of a down a lot too like even that kind yeah. of vibe so yeah. i was like heavier bands and stuff but like i i didn't really get into like death metal death metal until like yeah later on like i was into hardcore it started off really like metalcore right uh, so it was like that that sort of threat you know slayer and then like the classic stuff and then i got into like more punk stuff with my best friend Preston and his dad like his dad um was more into punk shit and he was like he gave me a mix cd and a bunch of bunch of stuff uh and I you know I kind of took to it so that that like kind of diverged that way but we but you know being 12 13 years old of course you're gonna also gravitate towards the chug and breakdown like yeah, you know, yeah fucking yeah, of course tour stuff too so me and him also like dove into that so I was like into that and then I made the transition to hardcore, which is like a lot of kids, you know, that's the natural kind of progression a lot of times. Of course. Um, so I was into that for a while. And then I was always finding myself gravitating towards the the heavier, more metallic bands. And then the more like uh bands I got into like that, like Black Breath, uh Harm's Way, um, Nails, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stuff like that. It's just like, you know, you try to look into, you know more background about where they get the sound from and stuff. Cause I, you know, at the time I hadn't heard it. I didn't know anything about uh, amps or pedals or anything. I was just mm-hmm. like, Holy shit. Like how is this making this noise? And then, you know, you look into pedals and then you get into the HM2 thing. And then you start discovering bands that, that like, you know, started that. And then that's mm-hmm. sort of when like, I sort of dove in. Um, it was just like, Oh, this is where they get their tone from. And I started listening to, like you know sort of the swedish bands first and then youtube related videos just took took the reins and then like yeah. was, you know recommended of course obituary and fucking uh cannibal corpse and shit and like you know i was like semi-familiar with some of the some of the stuff but like i hadn't really dove in so mm-hmm. you know sepultura too so it was just like yeah. it was just like back bang 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 like all of that stuff so i i was like uh hopped into it and i was like yo this is sick and then of course like spotify is always really good about recommending like shit on top of it so mm-hmm. you know and also at the time me and my friends were also all starting to get into it uh, a little bit at the same time too so we were just sharing bands we were finding bands that's like yeah. we want we were like looking for stuff to share with each other you know so mm-hmm. that's gonna kind of the the route it took for me i know i just kind of like rambled for a second there <laughs> good man how how far down the rush rabbit hole did you go Oh, I mean, like, I'm still a, a huge fucking Rush fan. Hell yeah. I, I still, when I'm on tour, uh, like, when I'm, especially if I'm driving, uh, it's, like, late, then, like, I'm definitely, I'll throw on some Rush. Or even if it's in the morning, Rush is a good morning morning listening band. Like, they have, I, they, I fucking love Rush. They go everywhere. They got their seasonal stuff, their day, the, uh, like, time of day stuff. It, it, you can listen to them anytime, man. Did you ever get a chance to see them? No, sadly, uh, no. 
Yeah, I'm bummed. My mom, she saw them like over 40 or 50 times, oh, like dope. And awesome. throughout her life, uh, like back in between the 80s and like 2000. <clears throat> yeah, I, I got... remember there was. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'll just say I got to see him probably about maybe six times or so. Damn, jealous. Yeah, yeah. No, well, there, there, the it was, time... that, that was my first show pretty much, but go on. Go oh, on. damn. The, the one time I had an opportunity, I had uh, I couldn't go because of school because I had like a, a, a final for college or some shit. And this was like 20. I forget the last like sort of tour they did where they mm-hmm. came through. And I, I just remember my mom actually went and I was like, <laughs> I want to go, but like I can't fail this test because I'm not doing good in this class. So but uh yeah, I kind of regret. It. I should have just bailed and just fucking. Well, I was wait. about to say what happened with the uh, the school and like you're uh, you're, you're, you're in a torn band. I, I don't know. I mean, you got something I eventually, to fall back on probably, but yeah, I eventually graduated. But like, eventually? I can't remember if I yeah, eventually. <laughs> I, I can't remember <laughs> if I did well in that class or whatever. If it was worth it, should have went to rush, dude. Yeah, should have went to rush. <laughs> I never made that. I, like, I'll, I'll never make that mistake again. Right. I, I had a bat so like I, I did that one time um to go see Iron Age and Trash Talk and uh it was like an odd future after show in, in Austin and I same deal. I had a, a final and I went and I bombed the final and my parents <laughs> got fucking pissed at me. Oh, so the next time the rush thing a couple years ago, I was like, No, I'm staying to the final, but I should have just fucking bailed again. So. Yeah. You got any bucket list bands that like you won't pass up if they're if you have the chance? Uh, I got a couple, but they're huge bands, so it's like I don't even know if I ever have a chance. Yeah, like, sheesh, I don't, that's a good question. All like all my bucket list bands are bands that are not never gonna play again, mm-hmm, like Rush. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, hey, dude, never say never. Pantera, right. uh, <laughs> sort of Pantera's <laughs> coming back. <laughs> yeah, Phil, Phil and Rex are you know doing the thing again. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. What do you think yeah. about that? You, uh, was, I mean, like, you I guys are from Dallas that, area, right? Yeah, we're from Dallas. So was I mean, we're talking about hometown heroes over there. Was Pantera like a, a thing in your childhood coming up? And like, oh yeah, like like even with the whole like Confederate flag thing, like we, me and my mom fucking love Pantera. We don't give a shit. Like, uh, yeah. it was it was always like something. Like, uh, especially since like uh, I don't know, she just really likes groovy stuff and it was just mm-hmm. like yo check out this band and i'm like oh this is like groovy and also like metal so it's like they easy were the groove e- metal band easy yeah, sure. yeah it was like easy to like sort of get onto um but yeah i don't know like i'm a you know kind of a laissez-faire kind of guy it's like if you you know you know people are like oh yeah they shouldn't do that or whatever i'm like whatever you know you do it you go or you don't go it's like doesn't yeah matter. you can just if you don't, if you don't want to see it, then don't pay. I'm sure the absorbent prices to go see them. <laughs> Man, we were just talking to Scott from Zayo, and we we're talking about the ticket prices and shit. that shit is just getting ridiculous. Like, I don't yeah. mind. Like, I don't, and I'm not saying like I won't support a band or you know, and I still like to go to shows. But we were talking more or less like like big, huge, oh, like Ticketmaster. Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. yeah like, but like, well, Live Nation. Yeah, all like, like just, yeah. You know, um, I didn't bring this up to him, but we talked about Blink-182 ticket prices and shit like that. Um, even years ago, I was going to take my mom to see Paul McCartney when my mom was still around. And, like, this, the cheapest ticket was, like, 1200 bucks. It's like, fuck, man. Like, Oof. like come on. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't know who can afford that stuff. And that that's kind of what we were going at with, like, how they turned into 
you 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 can't go and appreciate some of these like my bucket list bands we're talking well i didn't bring this up with him but one of my bucket list bands i don't know if you'll ever be able to see him again but it's foo fighters but the same thing i tried to buy tickets for foo fighters it sold out within two seconds of them going mm-hmm. on sale and then you're having to buy yeah. re resale for like four or five hundred dollars for like you know up on nowhere and it's like oh, yeah and like From scalpers yeah. and bots and shit yeah yeah, yeah bots, it's, all that's just crazy like the the whole Ticketmaster like fee thing and uh, apparently they might get like the government involved and, and sort of like chill getting them to chill out on that but I I don't know yeah I know it's like for me as a like a more underground musician typically you don't have to deal with the, yep. the fees no. and stuff which which I'm glad for sure uh, but if we did I you know I would probably feel some kind of way about it because I know for a fact that it's not going to affect your guarantee like that'll be the same so it's like why are what are these fees for like I mean it might be a, it might be a bit different but some of the local shows here if you buy them online like I get there's fees but sometimes it's like 12 13 dollars extra for the fees and it's like okay yeah I, I have no idea where I'll that's pay at the door. Like, you know what I mean, I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm weird about cover charges though, man. Like bands and live shows. That's totally cool. But like anything else, like, like if you're going to a bar, so I'm, I, I will turn around if there's something that's paying a cover charge. That's if I'm not there to see something, like, why am I going to pay to get in? I'm, I'm getting ready to oh, just yeah. take off in a, in a second anyways. But that has nothing to do with live shows. I don't even know why that even came up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, so you guys are, uh, just got off the road, I think, right? Cause I know I, well, yeah, I saw we got, you guys open up with knock loose here in town, but I don't yeah, know if that, that was, was like, like a little one off. Yeah, that thing. was like a little one off thing. Uh, yeah, they just kind of hit us up and while we were on tour, actually, it was like, Hey, this show in October, you want to play with knock loose and bitter in? We're like, sure. We haven't played in San Antonio in a minute. It's always fun. So yeah. we were definitely down for that, but yeah, we got, uh, we did it like a, five week tour um starting in august um finished in like the third week of september yeah it was really sick full us um the main spots in canada you know toronto montreal vancouver oh. as well um yeah we pretty much the only spots we didn't hit were like florida like we didn't go to florida um maybe some you know little thing, places here and there but it was pretty much full full us it was sick you know a lot of fun the all the bands were sick the turnouts were fucking awesome um we all piled around with all the bands pretty much instantly like day two we all got an airbnb in like phoenix and hung out and grilled out and it was it was sick had a lot of fun had a lot of fun with them the whole time and not just like 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 every single band that rotated on they just like hopped on and they immediately were like Oh, we're we're fucking pals. We're like boys now. So That's we're cool. like, oh, this is this is fucking sick. So all the bands on it were awesome. Like it was just nice to uh like, you know, just see when you're at a show for 30 days, it's like sometimes it's like loud music does get like, you know, on your nerves, but yeah. like it, it helps when the bands that are playing are actually good. So it's like Oh, you know, oh, here's more like loud music. I mean, you kind of want to chill, but it's just like, oh, this is a riff though. Like, this is sick. So it's really, it's like a big thing. We wanted to have bands that we all like actually enjoyed. So yeah, uh, on our tour. So that was a a big, big thing. And I think it worked out because we we chose some bands that were sick and bands that people seem to really, really like love and like react to. So it was awesome. Cool, man. man. Cool, man. 
So how often do those days off get like that? Do you have many of them where you get to hang out and uh, chill and grill? And <clears throat> um, well, <laughs> on that tour, uh, we were supposed to have like more days of them, but they ended up getting filled. Um, but you know, we, if, if we have a day, day off and we don't have to, to drive like a million hours, yeah. uh, yeah, we'll try to, we'll, we'll always try to, you know, hang out and party with whoever, you know, uh, the tour we did with Exhumed, uh, Enforced and Bewitcher, uh, us and Enforced in, uh, Indianapolis, like, I don't, I forget how far into the tour it was, but uh, we got an Airbnb together in Indianapolis and just like oh. immediately, we had, we had like hung out at the shows and stuff, but we hadn't like kicked it like real hard yet. And we just like immediately like fucking bonded and it was, it was sick. So we always try to like get some something together like that at least once because it's always fun to just like chill, hang out, drink with your pals, you so know, take a nice yeah. day off. Yeah. So Absolutely. yeah, we always try to, we always try to do that. Yeah. Touring, you, you get to find places like the, you can create from you know we would always just look on the map and oh like there's this natural spring let's go and jump in it for real quick and then head back on the road that was even y'all didn't have like smartphones and shit when you're doing that no, so you were like looking at actual maps and having to yeah, go somewhere we had, to find we had the, the walmart atlas <laughs> maps and then you know just make sure it's the yeah. the accurate year <laughs> accurate year oh shit that's <laughs> make sure it's the accurate year <laughs> yeah they came out every year man. yeah i know it's just it's hilarious we bring it up all the time but this dude was in a band from texas too and they would go around and do tours and shit but i never heard the atlas stories and stuff yet that's funny man that's how we did it. the the closest thing to internet on the road i think we got close to was the um, t-mobile sidekick yeah because it had like g3 (laughs) but you know you can get gps on it and and maps and stuff like that but it would take forever yeah pre-smartphone days it's hard to think about life what it was like even though i i was it i was in it i remember not having a phone i didn't have a phone until i was even older but i remember it but it's 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 just so common in there all the time it's hard to think well do you feel like social media helped you guys um kind of um expand like who who you're where like where your music is is being heard and stuff like yeah for sure it's like all, all that stuff you know it's like a, a blessing and a curse because it's like yeah it's easier to like sort of create and like put it out there uh but also there's like more of everything so it's like harder to like get people's attention sometimes so it's like yeah that's kind true. of a double-edged sword yeah but for sure yeah you know without social media or, or you know well, you know, yeah, it's definitely like helped more than it's hurt with our band, at least. Like, mm-hmm. well, for sure. You yeah. know, if we did, because there's some bands that don't have social media and they they do just fine. But uh, I feel like if we didn't have one, then it, it would not be like that. So yeah. So, but I personally like <laughs> like we should probably like honestly do a better job of running it. But none of us are just ever we talk about ever that want all to the actually time. do it yeah it's like you want to it's like you should promote it but it's just like it's a full uh, on the job. flip side it's, it's like yeah dude it's just like ah oh, dude i don't want to spend all this time on my phone like yeah making content and doing all this stuff it's like i just want to like write tunes and like jam and shit but 
yeah, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Well, with today's age, you kind of have to, I, I mean, you mentioned bands that don't have social media that are doing good and that's pretty cool. Like, I don't, I don't know how, unless they're already a super established artist, but, um, you have to, well, example, it's a full-time like, job. Like, like Gulch, like that band Gulch, they okay. never had a social media and they're like, before they finished, they were like literally one of the biggest, like hardcore underground bands, like. They've, their last show was at Sound and Fury to 5,000 kids. So it's like, wow. you know, with no social media. So it's like, you can pretty... do it. Yeah, like you can do it. But it's just like, uh, you know, <clears throat> some like we're obviously we buried ourselves from the get go when we named ourselves after a fucking Metallica song because <laughs> we didn't expect to play outside of our fucking area. So we didn't think <laughs> it was a big, uh, we, we really just didn't think about that like at all. So, so, so we okay. had no, we I, had no choice really. I didn't, I mean, I, I know that's obviously from Metallica and like, I'm sure you get asked all the time about the name and this and that you get fucking the old school gatekeeper metalhead thrashers that come up to you and talk shit because you're named after Metallica <laughs> and y'all are like, you know what I mean? Do you Honestly, get any of that? No, no, like nobody, nobody has like come up to come up to us and say uh, to our faces because usually people are not well, brave I, enough yeah I should on the internet like, warriors yeah i don't oh, know yeah. they, yeah, they probably see, wouldn't do it to your face yeah you'll see comments like that sometimes but all the, most of the time it's like actually pretty good they're like oh i thought that most of the time this is actually what it is they thought it was going to be either a metallica cover band right. or like something like thrash metal related and they're usually caught off guard and like pleasantly surprised by it so it's like okay, that's that's fine. Um, but yeah, a lot of older metalheads don't don't really get it. Like it's a like in hardcore, it's like a totally a thing to name your band after a song or an album right. of like another band that you like like or like respect. You know, or, in our case, yeah. So in our case, we really just wanted to make sure that if you saw our, like our band name on a hardcore flyer with like a bunch of other hardcore bands, you would know that it would be more probably something more metal that's pretty much the only thought process that we had because we we were like maybe a week or two out from the show and they were like hey we need to put a name on this flyer like because we had a band a demo like everything practicing for the show but we didn't have a name yet so we were just like let's just use this name because we were going to use it for another like sort of like metallic hardcore project like years in the past and it was like me and another person at the time um, who's not in the band anymore uh, was doing it. And it was like, why don't we just use this name? He was like, uh, he's like, people will just get that we're a metal band pretty much. And I was like, all right, that's fine. So yeah, we really were just like planning on just playing in Texas and yeah. that would be that. Mm-hmm. But like, what happened? Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> tell us uh, what happened more, more surprising. Like we were surprised at, people were like actually digging the demo and the, the first ep as much as they were and you know we played with some homies and they wanted to take us on tour uh so we went on our like first tour with another band in like 2018 2018 um we did a, a west coast tour uh, with a hardcore band called momentum and then we did a summer tour uh for like two weeks with uh bands uh fuming mouth and breaking wheel okay and uh so like we were just playing with them and apparently like uh and the process of like booking the shows for that tour somebody uh i guess obviously is going to listen to all the bands that they're booking and mm-hmm. 
his uh he's he's it's killing me because i'm i'm stoned and i'm forgetting his name but he's he's the <laughs> homie he's a homie and he's from jacksonville okay um, and he he was like doing our show in, in jacksonville and he passed it along to someone who basically passed it to like an a and r at the at the record label of like and they were they're called e1 back then now they're called like monarch heavy uh um, okay but yeah, like they heard it and they were like, hey, like, what's the deal with this band? What's the contact? And at the time, like we didn't even have like a band at the email or anything. We were just kind of mm-hmm. like winging it with like our social media. So like um, they the the guy who was booking the tour, who ended up being our manager later, uh, was like, hey, like this label was like, they're trying to contact you. Like, do you guys have like an email or whatever? So like we pretty much made one. And then, uh, like, you know, they sent us, you know, whatever, like, like, Hey, we're interested in, in yeah. you know, in you. And we were like, kind of like, okay, like, what's this about? And then they were like, yeah, interested in like signing you as an artist. And we were like, yo, holy shit. Like, that's crazy. Did not expect that. I had literally just finished college, like literally just finished college. And then we went on that tour just for fun. Then I was going to go back and like start searching for like jobs and shit. And then like, they're like, yeah, it was like, we want to, you know, sign you and like have you as an artist. And we were like, shit, like, do we want to do this for real? And we were like, yeah, fuck it. Because like, how often does that opportunity, like where you can have someone like facilitate you in that way. So it's been, we've done that. And then we've basically been touring full time uh, ever since besides the year and a half, you know, COVID pandemic break. Uh, so yeah, basically 2018, um, and then, yeah, from then 2019, we toured a lot, 2020, uh, we toured until we, until we could. Yeah. We, we were actually on tour at the time when everything shut down and then, um, yeah, it's been a year and a half and then we've been pretty much consistently touring since. So, okay. Yeah. What did, what, what, um were you guys active at all as like a unit during covid or were you guys keeping away from each other yourselves personally um we stayed uh i mean we were on tour when the whole thing was going down uh so when we got back everything was shut down and and everything and there was like nothing to really do yeah and we were like we had our own private jam space and we were like we were already just around each other for like every single day so it's like if any of us have gotten sick or whatever uh, we would have already infected each other so let's just jam in our private spot and like that's it so for for like the first couple of months like all we did like for recreation for all of us was just yeah. like go to our jam space and like you know jam you know drink beer hang out um so that's where a lot of the the ep and the new record uh were that's written we're basically in that span where we cool. were just like doing nothing and then a few of the songs we finished um this year uh sometime but um yeah for a lot of them like a good bulk were done between like uh i would say april and like october of like 2020 when we couldn't like do like yeah shit. That's, that was like yeah. the hype of, of all the covid like the 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 initial like yeah uproar of it all and everything too yeah we didn't didn't do shit man i i I didn't let people over for a long ass time and and i didn't do anything i i left the house here and there like i would go on cruises in my car because it's like okay well i'm not supposed to be around anybody you're not supposed to go outside you're not supposed to do anything so i just to get out of my house i'll just go cruise around the city in my car and see things it's like well fuck what what else do i do 
I did that too, like when it first, because the high, like there was nobody on the roads. So yeah. Like, I, I would just drive around and listen to music. Exactly. It was like it, one of the only times I realized I would listen to music would be in the car. And I was like, I haven't listened to like anything in like six weeks. So I would, unless I was just driving to practice. So it was just like, oh shit, let's just like take a, take a ride, take a lap around the, around the neighborhood for a little bit. But, uh, yeah. I didn't, my parents are, uh, like older like i also live or at the time i lived with my grandma as well like my grandma and my mom and my dad and um so they you know obviously they're well my parents are in their 50s and my grandma's in her 70s so it's like you know they don't want to i don't want to get any of them like sick at all no, so yeah. i was very i'd like pretty much didn't see anybody but my bandmates for like same thing for like months pretty much until around october really mm-hmm. of that that year so yeah i was uh it was a real real bleak time but uh i mean of know. course for everybody everybody was the entire world was on like hiatus it was yeah it was weird <laughs> it's i mean it still kind of is a little strange but it, it definitely getting back to what is the new norm i guess I don't know. I mean, we're in Texas, so we're pretty lax over here. And like, oh yeah, I was about to say but... people for people act like that shit never happened up here, dude. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> it's crazy, but, but uh, so yeah, true. it's weird. It's like that blip happened, and it's just like, oh shit, I'm almost thirty now. It's like I like when that beginning, I'm still like, you know, in my mid, literally like my mid twenties, and like now that it's over is or not over, whatever you want to call it. Like, right, right. Now that everything started to like open up and get normalized and do stuff again i'm like oh shit so you're almost 30 yeah i'm I'm 29 right now but in the beginning of the pandemic like i was uh, 26 i turned i had my 27th birthday uh that april okay so it was like that whole it was like damn i like looked (laughs) up and i was like oh shit bro yeah oh well it it goes faster like Mm -hmm. i'm sure you've probably heard this i've been told this my entire life like the older you get the faster it just keeps going like you don't know where the years go and like it seemed like it took forever for me to turn 18 and then in a blink of an eye i'm 30 and then now i'm pushing 36 so fucking first of all hold on (laughs) because it's it's gonna happen and and it's true man people say like it's not gonna happen overnight but things start changing in your 30s man you're gonna, you're gonna wake up. You, you maybe already do, but you're gonna wake up and be like, "Damn, man, my neck hurts, my back hurts." Like, what the fuck? See, you're starting making noises to... when you sit down. You're gonna be like, "Oh," when you sit down and yeah. get up and like. <laughs> so like that's why I try to like stay active and like uh, like you know I'm actually in the process of like switching gyms because I I just moved in with my uh, homie like in a different area of Fort Worth like two yeah. months ago. So I'm like, you know, finding new places in a new area and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I'm going to start going back to the gym. I, I did kickboxing um, for like a year, about like, you know, last year or so, mm-hmm. for like a year. So, I you know, I try to do stuff to stay active and have to man. not. And yeah, so because I don't want to like so far, I always tell people I'm like, yeah, like I wake up and I feel fine. Like I still feel how I feel like when I was, you know, in my early twenties, which is good. So I I just try to like maintain it. I try not to eat completely like shit, you know, like I'm vegetarian, but like, you know, I try to avoid the processed shit, you know, like, uh, as much as you can, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just fucking convenient. There's a fucking Panda Express down the street from my house. (laughs) Like, 
sometimes that beyond orange chicken i'm just like man that's that's easy and it's delicious as fuck so there you go but yeah you know i just try to stay as that best shape as i can you know i don't want to be like on tour and like head banging and just be like hurting like my my back it's like killing me my neck is killing me and shit like well, it, it, yeah, it's bad enough you get stiff enough in the van just like being in the, being six foot three and just like being in the van all the time it's like that's bad enough i did i can't be like in pain in my back and my, my dude, look at all, all the people the who did it before you and like they they are stiff and shit can't headbang anymore dude tom arrived from slayer yeah, yeah. oh yeah See, you know what i mean like I'm trying to avoid you know i'm doing I'm doing the yoga. I'm trying to take the supplements. I'm like, you know, at least I'm trying to stay with it as long as I can. Like, well, of course, so. of course, you know, we're talking a huge age difference, but yes, you yeah. want to, you want to keep the joints lubricated while you're young. Cause when yeah, you get old, sure. it fucking sucks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, there's like, I know for a fact, like arthritis is runs in my family. So I'd take calcium stuff to not yeah. try to try just try to try to, you know give myself a little boost as long as i can and not have like shit start happening like younger than exactly yeah so. i've always uh there's heart conditions that run through my family so that's always kind of been like a concern a little bit for me but much more so now that i'm older that's what i was saying mm-hmm. things change when you hit 30 man i never once thought that i would be like damn i need medical insurance coming up soon like <laughs> you know oh, what yeah, i mean it's gonna be something i need to get like real soon you know what i mean oh yeah i just i just uh i'm i'm setting up my new plan for 2023 right now like yeah like you know just certain things you just gotta kind of think about a little different when you get yes, older sir. oh for sure for sure I, I i didn't think about that when i was younger so i'm kind of i'm in good health still but you know yeah yeah that's normal yeah, you know, it, it, you just gotta start. Just age. gotta go through it and then get it done. Hell yeah! Well, um... due to recording difficulties to our stupidity, here is a word from our sponsor. Hey, dude. Hey, Greg. 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 <gasps> what, dude? What the hell, man? You can't hear me calling your name? No, man. I got the heavies on. Oh, you got the heavies on? I heard about those things, man. Those those new headphones engineered for metalheads with two frequency ranges and four drivers lets you hear metal the way it's meant to be heard. Oh, dude. Can you imagine the nasty breakdowns on those things? Go to heavies.com and get you a pair and make sure and tell them the dude sent you. And now back to the show. So what it was a, a 2023 health care plan. Yeah, 2023 health care plan. Oh, shit. Lord. Oh, we're, no. Yeah, we're fucking talking about some real fucking old man shit right now. Uh, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> yes. I'm just, I'm just trying shit. to prepare you for your 30s, dude. That's all. <laughs> Don't take I, my I advice because I didn't I, <laughs> I didn't prepare myself, but. Uh, I appreciate the good gouge. <laughs> what uh I guess speaking of 23, what uh what do we got coming up for anything going on with the band for the next year? <clears throat> um we are going to Europe for the first time in January uh, for a month awesome, with man. uh 
yeah, we're uh, we're going with Revocation, uh, Goat Whore, and Alluvial. So oh, super pretty cool. hyped, pretty hyped on that. Um, I, it'll be uh, a bus tour, which is sick. Like we're all going to be on the same bus. So hyped on that. I've never done anything like that. Um, That's super cool. It'll be dude. cool to not have to worry about transportation the whole time. Yeah. Um, that'll be cool. So yeah, uh, but it's a it's like a month. It's I don't know what the what the equivalent of a full U.S. would be for for Europe, but I feel like we hit most of the a lot of the major spots. Um, you know, um, a lot of places in Germany. Um, we're going to I know we're going to Paris. Uh, we're going to Spain, like Barcelona and and wow. um, all the all the major sit like cities in Madrid. You know that we're going there. Um, uh, UK, I think um, the only places that we're missing in the UK really are like Scotland and uh, Wales. I don't think we're going to either one of those places, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> uh, we're even going to Dublin, Ireland, which I thought was crazy. Wow, I was wow, like, holy man. shit, I'm getting to go to fucking Ireland. That's, that's sick. No, that's super cool. And then we're going as far east as uh, Prague and um, Budapest. Like, we're playing Prague and Budapest. I'm fucking hyped on that. People oh, are me that those are the two of the most beautiful cities in the world. So stoked that we can, uh, you know, spend some time there. I'm also going to Scandinavia, hitting uh, Copenhagen. And um, we're going to Gothenburg, Sweden, which I'm super hyped on as a, as a uh, At The Gates fan myself. Right. <laughs> so... Stoked, stoked on that. Um, I know we're going to um, Norway too. I think I'm not sure where we're going to Norway, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped on all of it. Um, Italy too. So get to get some authentic Italian food. Stoked that's on that. That's uh, Europe, right? Yeah, it's like most of it. That's so badass, dude. Like, yeah, what is uh, what does mom think about that? Oh, she's Bro. like fucking hyped. Yo, yeah, she's actually. Uh, they're planning on taking a trip, uh, to Europe, to Portugal, sometime in the winter, mm -hmm. uh, and then they're gonna fly to I think Germany to one of our shows and oh, cool. meet us out there. So they're um, she yeah she's stoked. She's like yeah you're doing like what I wanted to do like oh, as a kid. That's like, so and awesome. that's kind of why I asked that because she was a musician and got you the drums as a kid and and I'm just wondering how like that that's super fucking cool i mean obviously even if you weren't playing music i'm sure she'd be proud of you no matter what yeah but like i don't know that's just i, I think that's so badass that you've been playing music for quite some time obviously you talked about playing drums <laughs> as a kid when you're 12 but like you've been in a band playing guitar for roughly going on what five six years now i think is what we're at 17. Uh, more it's like yeah i was like 19 so i'm like 20 i'm 29 now so yeah i guess it'll be about 10 years now and and it's it's taking you now literally over the world like that's fucking yeah. so cool dude like yeah it's it's pretty insane and she was like you know she uh she was like in an all girls like uh sort of hair metal band like the mid to late 80s and they she said that they played like bars and stuff uh mm -hmm. but like she they never really toured like she's like around like more than the midwest because she's from columbus ohio okay so like Never really went more than like around the the Midwest, really. But um, yeah, then she just kind of like had to, you know, do what most people do is like, you know, life and stuff. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, she's like real hyped that like I can sort of she can live like vicariously through me a little bit, you know. That's true. I get to tour around and stuff. So yeah, I'm pretty lucky. I'm pretty hyped on that. Uh, very very excited because it's uh it's all of our first time 
in Europe. Like, no, I don't think any of us have been overseas. So, you think you'll have Maybe. any time to like soak it in and enjoy it, or y'all just? I think so. I road, think so. Because, so, from what I understand, um, like the the drives aren't as like bad as the U.S. drives. Okay. And also, since we have a driver, we'll basically drive overnight to the next place so we'll probably wake up in the next place most likely i didn't um, think about that that's cool yeah so um it'll be cool because you know you you will wake up uh you know i'm sure like venue call or whatever is going to be at whatever time i don't yeah. know and then we'll do the load in or whatever and you know set up and do all that but like we'll have probably a good chunk of time to go explore you know, super cool. go hit some stuff. So at least that's what I'm fingers crossed. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm expecting to hopefully happen. I'm going to try to speak it into existence, but yeah, I, I, I think that'll, it'll be cool. It seems like and when everyone, all my friends play Europe, it seems like they have go time to go sightsee and stuff. So yeah. Well, take every chance you get, man. That's so badass. I'm, you're talking to somebody who's from Texas and it's only left Texas a handful of times. So it's like, fuck, that's so badass. Yeah, even last night, I was, me and my roommate uh, were chilling with his girlfriend's friends, and they were talking about how, like, uh, oh, that, like, they were like, oh, yeah, like, I've been to five states. It's like, oh, I've been to 17 states. And they are like, how many states have you been to? And I was like, All 48. <laughs> and they were like, oh, my God. Like, that's so cool. That's, like, that's, so that's, like, being able to travel and, and play music and stuff is definitely, like, a blessing. Like, that's, like have the the fun is going to new places and trying new like the local food and all that stuff so i'm big into that the locals probably won't like this question i don't need to ask you the best state because we're from texas but what's the worst state (laughs) oh damn bro um (laughs) the worst state you're gonna do me like this okay i this 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 is not because of the people yeah 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 okay this is the worst state um and it's only because uh, we've almost died here multiple times, and uh, that is, oh damn! See, there's there's like three that are popping <laughs> into my mind, and again, not talking about the people, but uh, I've almost died in Utah. I've almost died in Wyoming. The I eighty is dangerous as fuck. Yeah, like that is. It's not even like the states. I don't think it's like just that stretch of I eighty like has almost killed creeping death multiple times. So it's like, I fucking hate that, that stretch of land. Uh, And I also (laughs) don't like, I don't like the highways in New Jersey. Driving through New Jersey is fucking, (laughs) it's a pain in the ass. Like the the turnpike shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like 16 tolls later. and, And, and getting off the highway to like go, piss is like an impossibility it's just like you have to exit exit the toll thing you loop around this weird thing each each thing is like only on one side of the road and you can't like make u-turns and it's just like it's like bizarre and it's like that's just like inconvenient um the beach by new jersey is cool though yeah uh, mm-hmm. uh that area is like not too bad honestly i was surprised but um yeah, mostly like I I figured the United States is uh I mean there's parts that are just like boring to look at but oh, God. generally like it's not 
it's not like that it's it's that's really it it's just like when you're driving through so much of it is just like so boring to look at <laughs> so i haven't that, traveled much and i've already kind of talked about this once but i i went to go visit my dad and he was out of state the stretch that we drove through and at least the part that we went through through new mexico was fucking boring yeah there was nothing the nothing the just like not even a structure or like a live animal or nothing great <laughs> like literally straight one lane this way one lane that way for like two hours nothing it's like fuck dude how do you like I'd be afraid of breaking down like weird, scary movie shit. You break down in the middle of nowhere and some oh, fucking uh, we've done, three eyed fucking yeah, inbred sure. fuck will come out there. So I don't know. It's I'm, I'm weird. Dude, we got stuck. Stuff. We got uh we got broken down in uh like in I ten in Texas, like middle of West Texas. The nearest town was like ninety miles away. Oh, it was man. like it was this place called uh Iran with like two A's. Mm-hmm. and so like we had to wait hours and it, it was like we broke down like at six in the morning and then it was like the sun was coming up and this was a summer tour so we were like oh shit it's like, hot as shit you know? yeah. yeah we were like all right we have to somebody has to get out to us and somebody was like all right we can get out to you in about two hours and we were like fuck like that's like the best we could do so we were basically just racing against the sun coming up but he got there and we were he like uh took our well, eventually to we found a spot like to took to take our van like uh half of us stayed with the, the tow truck guy and the other yeah and the other half of us stayed uh we went with the other band which was fuming mouth actually oh, okay. uh we hopped in their van and then they took us to we were basically searching for a place we could that could fix our our van and we eventually found one i forget what the name of the town was but it was another like uh it was just like another it was like further out from even that iran place and i just can't remember the name but like i did that name was so like distinct i was like iran with two a's like where the fuck are we like this is fucking crazy that's and we still made the show we yo we mailed the show though we we were playing austin and we thought we were gonna have to drop but uh they fixed it and we were close enough where we made it because Austin shows run late, so we'll see. <laughs> That's crazy how shit always just well, not always, but shit just works out sometimes. That's <laughs> yeah, badass. So, for sure. Man. Yeah. That's super cool. For sure. Super, super cool. Um, well, I mean, I don't have much more really. Um, anything else after Europe coming up? Uh, we're gonna release a new album in okay. 2023. So sometime definitely looking forward I would, to that. Yeah, I would guess spring, maybe early summer, somewhere around there. Who knows? Yeah. It's we're we're doing we're in the art phase, but the record is done and so okay. it'll be out sometime next year. Okay, cool. Probably man. early part of next year. You and then uh you still playing drums? I'm a drummer too. Yeah. Yeah, I still play drums. I play drums in a hardcore band called uh Deep Cover. Um so yeah, we're just jamming out. We're supposed to have practice this week coming up. So we still haven't played our first show because we're a pandemic band and getting everyone together is still a major pain in the ass because uh, I obviously tour a lot. And then yeah. um, one of the other guys, he's in another band that plays uh, locally a lot. And then the other two just have like job, like real jobs. So it's just like nailing everyone down to practice is yeah. like sometimes kind of a, kind tough, of a hassle, yeah. but we're we're gonna get it eventually. We, we'll we'll play our first show here soon. We we've already got like a demo and and stuff and a new 
new music even that we're writing now so it's like all right we're gonna eventually do we're gonna eventually do something with this guys but yeah so hyped on that dope man dope man well i got one last thing um i usually ask i try to remember to ask most people i forget all the time and uh usually it's like the whole like stranded deserted island record question Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um but uh i a homie of mine was like change it up and ask this and i I love this new question so if you were robbing a bank and you're getting in the car in your getaway car what are you listening to oh uh probably power trip (laughs) oh dope uh, and that yeah. would be like a perfect like just put on fucking hammer of doubt or something like that just like okay. go fast as fuck fucking pedal the metal and just take it yeah all right well that works man i appreciate it cool man well that's all i got man again thanks for yeah thanks man you know, thanks for coming on i, I almost say thanks, thanks for, for showing up but you're not here <laughs> but thanks for taking the time to do this yeah of course thanks for having me guys it's been a been a nice chat yeah, man, no problem. I'll, I'll I'll have to keep an eye out. Next time you come to San Antonio, I'll, I'll come out to the show. We'll hang out and partake in some of yes, hell uh, yeah, outside activities. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, definitely down for that, bro. Cool, man. Well, have a good day, man. Appreciate it. You too, man. Take it easy. Yeah. You too.